It's time for you to get in the game. All right, what to do, what to do, what to do. It's another edition of Get in the Game. Got my bed already. Okay, we are ready to go to rock and roll, man. Um, how was your week, Pat? My week was always good. My weekend was wonderful. A lot of positive energy. College football started. Oh yeah. yeah. Did you watch the Miami uh, oh, yeah. LSU t- game? And the thing about it is I love LSU. I love LSU. I was so happy that they set the tone for college football this season. They came out there to kick some ass. I will tell you, I've never watched college football, but um, this is my first time watching college football this season. I actually watched it at a new venue that we have here um, in the Metroplex called Texas Live. It's in Arlington. If you know where the ballpark, uh, the the Rangers play and where the Cowboys play, it's mm -hmm. open. It is open. Not not the not the new Rangers Stadium. It won't be open. Uh, until later but there's a venue called texas live and they haven't paid for this endorsement but what i will tell you is that it is fucking fun okay (laughs) fat we must go kiki they haven't paid for the endorsement but we have paid those taxes (laughs) okay we paid those taxes over there (laughs) ring the bell for that because my taxes were paid (laughs) yeah man straight like that oh man but it's It's fun there's like there's like tons of bars there's bars everywhere so there's no oh it's not one place well, it's one place, yeah. but in the inside is like different restaurants where you can go eat. And there's like no lie, 20 different bars, a couple of lounges in there and huge screen TVs where you can actually catch, you know, different games and whatnot. And uh, everybody was there for the LSU uh, Miami yeah, game and, al- and also for that Michigan game. Um, so, yeah, it was so much fun. I had, yeah. a, had a ball and I really think I might pay a little bit more attention to uh, college football this year. I hope so. College football is a lot more exciting than the NFL. They play fast. Yes, and they're trying to get to the NFL. People in the NFL have already secured the bag. They're taking it slow. So at the end of the day, watch that college football. I guarantee you're going to enjoy it. Yeah, gotta pick a got to pick a good team to watch, though. There's so many. There's yeah. so many. There is so many. Hey, shout out to everybody that's watching us right now live on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Uh, make sure you tell a friend, tell a friend that knows a friend that we are live inside of getting the game. We welcome you to actually interact with us. This is your chance to uh, ask questions, uh, to make comments. You know what I'm saying? And we'll do our best to answer all your questions and your comments. Uh, actually, if you can see, we have a TV here, so we'll be able to see you as soon as you hit us up. All right. So make sure that you do that. Um, also, shout out to Dakeem, man. They're doing their thing. We got uh, two full bottles tonight. I think I, I think I got a third one somewhere. Uh, let's go ahead and make a toast. Oh, well, you got to get a drink. Yeah, I, that's right. Oh, okay. I thought you was toasting. No, nah, I was showing my cup like, yeah. <laughs> um, but shout out to Dakeem, man. Uh, make sure you pick you up a bottle. I had a couple of bottles. It was Labor Day weekend, so we had an extra day to get in the festivities. And me and my girlfriend, we finished off a whole bottle and a half of Dakeem. What flavor y'all did? We did the grape fruit which is is becoming a really favorite flavor of my i mean i love them all and but i love them all for different reasons you know what i'm saying it's like yeah. whenever you have three kids and you love them all the same but you love all of them for different reasons and grapefruit is now uh my favorite right now grapefruit is very tasty it never, doesn't taste like grapefruit, nah, by the way, I so it's not better. I never years I would even drink something that was flavored grapefruit, but it's amazing. Yeah, it is. It's got a little color to it. Too. It does, too. I noticed that. It has a little orange tinge to it as well. That's neat. Uh, you can pick up Takeen at your local specs. Also at Kroger, they have a full shelf of them, and you might be even able to get a taste of Takeen for free if you go to your local Kroger on the weekend. You know what I'm saying? They go around Dallas-Fort Worth with these tastings at Kroger every weekend, so uh, you can check them out. Uh, 
uh, Takeen.com to find out where they're going to be. Um, now, I spent a lot of time over the weekend checking out the new Eminem album, Kamikaze. Mm. Man, oh man. Hip-hop is back. Yes, it is. Shout out to him. What would you think of the album? I was so happy. I've been waiting on one of these rappers to go ahead and drop their nuts and bring back the basic about hip-hop. Battle rapping, man. Spitting bars, man. And taking other people's flows and then using that shit against them, man. Eminem's a fucking god, man. Excuse my language, but Eminem is a god when well, it comes we, to the rapping. You know, this is, this is uh, not a clean podcast. For yeah, those of you... Yeah, yeah. For those of you... I hope you know, don't be listening to this loud in the office or, you know what I'm saying, turned up with your kids in the car because we will drop an F-bomb or two on this podcast. But, you know... Man, talking about bombs, I mean, Eminem called out almost everybody that was relevant in hip hop. Right. Um, he had something to say uh, about MGK. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we'll get to that in just a second. Um, but also, man, he had a lot to say um, just just about like the whole scene of hip hop right now, how it's lacking, like you say, bars. Yeah, bars. Mm-hmm. That's because he takes it so personal. You dig what I'm saying? He probably was sitting at home bored saying, you know what, I got to get on these kids' ass. Yeah. And he did. They spanked him. He spanked a lot of people. Yeah, man, I just really fell in love. Uh, Dre did a, did the production on this particular project, and I like the fact that he kind of came at people who criticized him for his last album, Revival. Now, we all know it wasn't a good album. Mm. Um, you know, I, I love the call. I always love the calls between him and his manager, Paul Rosenberg. Yeah. They must have the best relationship ever. Probably so. Yeah. I'm just glad he did this shit, man. He redeemed himself. Now, MGK yeah. dropped a response to Eminem's album, I believe, uh, or the song that, where he called him out. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know if it was Fall or... I think it was Fall. I, mean, I think it was Fall, uh, which the video dropped today. Mm-hmm. And uh, I haven't had a chance to see it, but I did read a, read a little bit about it. And, uh, you know, MGK, I have to make sure. Machine Gun Machine Kelly. Machine Gun Kelly. Okay, that's, it's yeah. easier for me to say rap, that. The rap devil. Yes, he is, he is now the villain of, of hip-hop right now. Now, he dropped a song and it was called uh it is called rap devil okay that's the name of rap devil i'm looking at the video right now where he goes fed i mean he lost his mind on the track you gotta understand something kiki he's been having bottled bottled up anger towards eminem eminem had him banned from satellite radio so just think you in new york doing press you can't even go to satellite radio that means no shade four no or five. No shade four or five. None of that over none there. None of that over no. there. Well, and the thing of it is, with it's ironic, is that um, Machine Gun Kelly actually is a fan or was a fan of still, Eminem. He's still a fan because on the on the on the disc, he still says, "You know, you the goat." Yeah. But he got on his ass about it. This is going to be interesting. But yeah. see, this, man, when you listen to Eminem's album, first of all, I want to say, I, it makes me feel like whenever I heard hip-hop for the first time, yeah. there's only a few projects that's come out this year that's really made me feel like, like that. But there's been really good ones. I yeah. mean, we've had a great year in hip-hop so far, man. Right. I, I, I have to say, this is probably one of the best years of hip-hop that we've had in a long time. Long time. And uh, thank God for Eminem. I, I, I love I love the whole album. I can listen to it front and back. I've already heard it probably like five times yeah. uh, since it dropped. And, uh, yeah, I can't wait. I think Eminem should make a response. Got to. It's hip-hop. He going to respond. He going to respond. People like Eminem, they look for that. They want somebody to test him. He baited him in. Yeah, it's just like a fight. Like, you talk shit, and you, at one point in time, you know what? Come on, bring that shit. Yeah. Bring that shit. Who do you think that can go toe-to-toe? I asked this on my uh, Twitter page, and I ran a poll. Uh, but who do you think could go toe-to-toe 
with Eminem. Let's leave MJ, uh, Machine Gun Kelly, out of the conversation for now. As one of these new rappers? Yeah, whoever's relevant right now, uh, who do you Kendrick? think can go? Kendrick? Mm-hmm. Kendrick could body Eminem. Mm-hmm. I think Kendrick could get him because he could say the N-word. Yeah, um, <laughs> and Eminem can't. <laughs> other than that, I don't really see nobody giving him too much of a run for his money. It was interesting because... Um, Eminem gave your one of your new favorite rappers credit on the album, which is J. Cole. J. Cole he yeah. basically said, uh, hey, yeah. if you're not Kendrick or J. Cole, then you really can't come at me. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Is basically what he said. Yeah. And I, I mean, I give Kendrick definitely can go toe to toe with Eminem, but J. Cole, mm, not so much. I don't think J. Cole can go toe to toe with him because they're two different rappers. Do you did you hear J. Cole's twenty five? Yeah. I think it was called twenty five where he went at Little Pump. Uh-uh. Like you I know, heard, I didn't really like it. It was, it's a great song, great song, but yeah. he's so nice with the beef. Yeah. Kendrick Lamar would get on his ass. When, yeah. See, I'm, I'm gonna leave out the old rappers because the old rappers used to want to do battle raps. I think these new age dudes don't like it because they can't Big do Sean it. Might be all right too. Yeah, but Big Sean ain't got them punches, man. I mean, he can, but he, yeah. I, I don't really see him just like going for the juggler. I mean, that's the, again, Big Sean. He from Detroit. You know what I'm saying? It's an idol. Hell no. You don't think Drake can get Hell no. Mm-mm. I think Drake can say some shit, man. Man, the only other person that I can think of that could probably go toe-to-toe, and you said don't leave out old rappers, but I got to bring this one up, would be DMX. Ooh. That's the only person. I would love to see that. Yeah. I really would, man. See, I would have said Jay-Z, but Eminem body Jay-Z on his own song. Yeah, so that ain't going to happen. Yeah, so I don't know. I'm going I'm to keep my thoughts to myself. Well, you know, Eminem um, has about 24 to 48 hours to file a response. So how long is the, the wait? You get 48 hours? I, I mean, I say 48 hours is ample enough time. Uh, I think Machine Gun Kelly put out a response. It was and on Friday in a video, yeah. and it was done in, what, two days? Two days. Two days. So 48 yeah. hours. Like, you have only 48 hours to respond um, to a disc record. So, uh, Eminem, you're on the clock. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, we're going to have some fun tonight. Uh, I have a really cool person that's going to be coming in. I really admire her. She is doing some big things, not only here in Dallas, but also, man, she has a following that's crazy. And, and she's done it simply by being herself and doing things that, that she enjoys doing and i admire that because anytime that you can actually do something you know and make a living off of doing things that you love then you're winning okay and this uh young lady is definitely winning i want to uh welcome to get in the game jackie m just like that i'm gonna I wish I had like a horn, like a bull, like yeah. Look. We have to get a bull horn. Yeah, yeah. We need something like that. We're gonna bring her mic just a little bit closer. Um, now Jackie requested Hennessy. <laughs> She's the only one that's drinking Hennessy uh, tonight, um, but we got that especially for her, and she requested is, a Coke. Is uh, are these the sponsors? Uh-oh. Well, Tequina's no. our sponsor, Tequina. but but we we broke the rules a little bit because I wanted to make sure that you felt comfortable, and so I brought I brought you your own little little bar action going Aww. on over here so that you can enjoy it. Uh, but Tequin <laughs> Tequin is awesome. Uh, we're actually drinking it right now. The the grapefruit flavor. They have cucumber lime, and we don't have the other flavor, but it's a passion fruit lime, which is amazing. You know what? The good thing about Zakeen, I always like to say this because for all the brown drinkers out there that yeah. only drink brown, yeah. well, guess what? You can drink the brown and have a glass of Zakeen afterwards without feeling nasty the next really? day. Really? Yeah. is perfect well, for Sundays. Well, let's show people on my Instagram, Zakeen. It's yeah. okay. Yeah. I am a dark liquor drinker. 
and we won't say the name since Tequin is the sponsor, but shout out to Keen. What's your favorite liquor? Say, go and let the people know. I drink Hennessy. Hennessy. But I was, I was a uh, vodka girl for a long time. Yeah. But I went to Dubai with my mom a few years ago for her birthday, right? Mm -hmm. And we were on this long, super long flight. And on that flight, they gave us a huge... The bell. Yeah, she just oh. stunned on us. Yeah, she said Dubai. Yeah, thought, she said Dubai. Not L.A. Yeah, not yeah. She said Dubai. She just stunned on us. When my, yeah. That's when I got turned out with Hennessy. My sister is a Hennessy drinker, has always been a Hennessy drinker. Okay. But when we got off that long flight, the flight attendant gave me a huge bag of Hennessy and Grand Marnier. What? They just giving buy, it away. You can't just go buy liquor, and they don't sell liquor just everywhere, only in like the clubs. Or if you have an actual liquor license, like a driver's license, yeah. then you can go to the liquor store mm. and buy liquor. I would die. So we didn't okay, have anything else, so Hennessy is what it was. And yeah. I found that Hennessy actually allows me to wake up the next day hey. and continue on like, hey, nothing ever happened last night. Okay. Yeah, well, so, you, you're pretty strong with it because yeah. I know some people that can't take that Hennessy, they be taking out hey, in a minute. I love that. You know what I'm I saying? <laughs> well, that's all for you, girl. Enjoy. Thank you We're going to sit here and, um, and talk with you a, a little bit. Now, for those of you that... Uh, may not know Jackie um, is into real estate she also is a designer uh, of handbags okay okay and and all kinds of really cool amazing stuff um, yeah. she also is the co-owner of the popular online brand Bella body yes and she Shout out Bella body and she has also co-authored a book Yes. Uh, and the name of that book is uh, Girl, Girl Buy Now. Girl mm. Buy Now. Girl Buy. Okay. She got a lot going yes, on. That's what I'm lot. talking about. So we yes. have a. So for those of you that are trying to uh, get into business, or you maybe you have an entrepreneurial spirit that you have not. Um, really tapped into yet, then we hope to kind of bring you some information tonight that will help you tap into that entrepreneurial spirit and, um, and and find something that you can do. Because right now, the way the society is and the way economy is right now, you have to have two or three side hustles. Yeah. You know what I'm Absolutely. saying? You can't just have one job. You can work a nine to five, but you must have a couple of side hustles as well. And Absolutely. Jackie, you have a few of them that we want to talk about tonight. I do. I'm so thankful. I'm so blessed and I'm so thankful. Now, where are you from originally? I'm from Chicago, born and raised. Okay. Yes, Chicago is home for me. I recently took my first trip to Chicago over yeah. uh, earlier this summer. Uh -huh. um, it was cold. Yeah. Okay. It was it was cold. I, I didn't expect it to be that cold, and I think it was like <laughs> Wait, May. You went in the summer. What oh, was May? May? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was you still cold. Yeah. You never know. It might be snowing. Now they were walking around with shorts on, but I had yeah. like a couple of coats on because I was cold. <laughs> I couldn't. I couldn't. That's take your first it. time going to Chicago. That was my first time, and I don't know if I'm gonna go back because I, I I can't hey, do the cold. My mom and them just left for the family. Union. They was down there last month. Yeah. They went to Chicago for the family reunion? Yeah. Really? So you yeah. got family South, in Chicago? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Southside. The only side, the best side. Yeah. It was, that, my daddy was like, yeah, man. He said, man, we in there. It was cool in the evening time. He said, by nighttime. He said, see, we got in the house. It was uh, going no, down. Right. It was going yes. down. See, and I stayed like in downtown, down. so it's right there by the lake. Yeah, yeah. so it's and even it's cooler. even colder. Yeah. like in yeah. the yeah. wind. I don't care what kind of wind is blowing in Chicago, whether it's a little wind, a lot of wind. Yeah. It's a cold ass wind. Yes. Okay, it's it's very very cold. But I will say, <laughs> um, I, I did enjoy brunch there and just going yeah. to see all the sites. There's a lot of good scenic areas there yeah. and ag and um, architecture there that was beautiful. So I really did enjoy that. Yeah. I wonder if I would go back, I would go back to like visit museums and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They got Chicago's this thing called Taste Chicago. We go every year. 
Yeah, the states of Chicago. Oh, yeah, Chicago is the yeah. best city in the summertime. Like it really is. Yeah, oh yeah. my god! I need the to go party in August. Scene is dope. <laughs> the festivals are dope. Like yeah. they just had Lollapalooza there. Oh yeah. Yes, it was like you know. Have you heard of Lollapalooza? Yeah. Three day festival, like crazy. We were actually there that weekend. Mm-hmm. I was being honored by an organization in Chicago, and um, the whole time I was there, it was like Lollapalooza going on. Everybody was there. I think yeah. Migos was there. Um, who else was there? I don't know. My daughter would know. Uh, whoever she listened to, everybody was. Kiki, you know. I mean, we going back. Yes, well, you I mean, go back. As long as we go in August, I'm gay. You don't want to go in August. It's, man, it's going to be colder. No, it's not. not in no. August? It's going to be man, hot. It's you, hot. It's hot. Man, Chicago ain't never hot. To yes. Me. It, no, we get, we get a few weeks. It's real yeah. hot. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, we, we need word. to we need to find yeah. out when those weeks are, and then I'll book. It my might not be as hot as book Dallas, book but yeah. it's nice, but it's okay. comfortable. Yeah. See, kind of yeah. like how it is right now. Right now in Dallas, <clears> we're having like a little bit of a cold, a cool front coming in. It's very nice and yeah. breezy outside today. Yeah. That's how I like. Now, when I go to New York, I go in the summertime where it's nice and breezy. It is. Yeah. yeah. I, I just me in the cold. I, I can't. You don't like it. Mm-mm, <laughs> mm-mm. Not not at all. Not at all. But again, for those of you that um are wanting to explore um, getting your own business mm-hmm. or, or, or maybe I mean it doesn't have to be anything crazy tap into what you love to do and figure out how to make money at it uh, Jackie how did how did you you know get started and where did your entrepreneurial spirit come from you know uh, my grandfather owned his business my whole life he owned a, um, a very successful barbecue restaurant on the south side of Chicago. So I guess, you know, it's just in my blood, yeah. in a sense. Mm-hmm. Um, but interesting, I always wanted to be an entrepreneur. I even studied, like, when I was uh, working on my master's, I have, like, one year to finish my MBA. But I ain't been back to school since 2005. <laughs> but anyway, I was studying, um, getting my MBA with the concentration in entrepreneurship. So I always knew that I wanted to be my own boss. I just never knew when that was going to happen and really what I was going to do. Like even in undergrad, I used to write business plans, marketing plans. Like I have, a, you know, my um, degree is in business management and marketing. So I used to have to write business plans throughout my entire school, you know, schooling or whatever. Mm. And um, so I always had like the desire to be an entrepreneur, but didn't have the, I guess, the faith yeah. to just get out there and do it. Um, I was afraid, so I never did it. And um, interesting, I was a VP with J.P. Morgan for like 10 years okay. and started in Chicago. Then they moved me to um, New Orleans, Hurricane Katrina hit. And then I went to Milwaukee, and then I came to Dallas. So I ended up in Dallas because my mom was here and um, came here to visit. My daughter fell in love with it, and I'm like, okay, let me see if I can actually get them to transfer me. And yeah. they did. So I was able to get transferred with Chase. And I, up until 2000, I got here in 07, 2011, Chase decided that I no longer fit in the corporate box anymore. Damn. Interesting enough, the, a year prior, I used to pray for something to happen. Pray for, um, you know, my next journey to take place or whatever. And I used to always say that, you know what, God, if you just get me out of corporate America, I'm going to do whatever you want me to do. Right. I'm going to follow your footsteps. I'm going to follow your leader, your your guidance or whatever. Um, and kind of lead on you and not my own understanding. You know, you heard that in the Bible, right? Mm-hmm. So that's kind of what I used to pray about. And the day came. It was two days before my daughter's birthday. I'll never forget. May 26th. Her birthday on May 28th. Yeah. Memorial Day weekend, the time you're supposed to go out and turn up. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I was playing her 10th birthday, and I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. They told me that they got to let me go. I said, well, what am I going to do? 
I mean, you know, it was it was fearful, and I did cry. I shed a couple tears, but I didn't cry long. I said, mm-hmm. you know what? I pray for this day. Mm-hmm. Let me get it together. I yeah. don't know what I'm going to do, but I'll figure it out. And that entire summer, I had the opportunity to spend with my daughter. Then I had to, the opportunity to travel, enjoy my family, and say, you know what, God? You tell me what you want me to do, I'm going to do it. And he blessed me with, I guess, a gift of fashion. And that's kind of how I actually started. I started um, an accessories business, not knowing that that's what it was going to end up. But started that and posted a pair of earrings on Facebook. And a friend of mine, she went to college with my daughter. Her name is Sarissa, Sarissa Powdrew. I don't know if you may know her, just kind of, she's an event planner. Mm -hmm. And she reached out, she said, oh man, you should reach out to Hamilton Sneed. Well, Hamilton is an event planner, and he does a lot of, um, like, events with, like, Pat Smith, Emmett Smith's wife, and Mm -hmm. a lot of ladies in the social scene or whatever in Dallas. And um, she said, you need to reach out because Pat is looking for entrepreneurs Mm -hmm. to give them the opportunity to actually showcase their um, business to her, I guess, circle of friends or whatever she's doing this event. And I said girl, I don't really have a business though. Like, what am I going to do? You know, she was like, no, you, you got some really nice stuff. You should, you should see if you can do it. And I was afraid to do that. I really was afraid to do it because I was intimidated. I didn't think my stuff was good enough for that circle. Right. So I was really intimidated. And again, it wasn't a business. I was just posting stuff on Facebook and people was buying it. You know, kind of like, you know, you go and pick up some some stuff on the streets. Yeah. It was that kind of thing. But you, I mean, you you knew that that was something that you like doing. Like, like I mean, how did you even know to put it on Instagram? Like, It was on Facebook. Instagram wasn't a thing. Or, or, or how did you even know? How did you even know to put those designs? Because I mean. Oh, because I you, like to put you like, stuff been, on it, Facebook, a, like my a pictures lot of, and stuff. But a I lot of people think. are just crafty and they yeah. keep all that to themselves yeah. and they don't share it with the world. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So mm-hmm. you even have to have a desire to say, you know, what I want I want to share what I did with people I don't know I just did it I just did it I didn't think anything of it it wasn't the intent to sell them it was just like oh these are cute look what I did you know and that's kind of how it happened and I went on and I reached out to Hamilton and he told me to apply and it was this long application and they wanted samples of your product and I'm like I don't even have samples of my product they wanted all this stuff and I was like okay I ran banks for 10 years I wrote business plans, marketing plans. I know how to establish a business and business entities. I know how to do all of that stuff in my sleep. And I said, okay, that's easy. I can do that with my eyes closed. Let me go ahead and get everything they're asking for done. I did it, got a website, get everything done in two weeks. Mm. And I still wasn't going to do it. And um, I waited literally until the deadline to go to his office. He was leaving at 5 o'clock. I showed up at 5 o'clock, but I was in my car at 4.15 in front of his office like, God, I can't do this. I don't want to do it. Mm. And I would just say, you know what? I'm here. Let me do it. Yeah. So I went up there and gave him my stuff, and he looked. He was like, oh, my God, this is beautiful. He was like, oh, Pat's going to love this. And I said, you think so? He said, yeah. And that's when I kind of got emotional. I was like, man, I wasn't even going to come up here. I was scared. And that's when he told me, and I'll never forget this, even in business for seven successful years, he said, walk through the door of fear. You never know what's on the other side of the door. And when he said that to me. Amen. Yeah. When he said that to me, even now, I mean, I still have fear, but it's different levels. Yeah. And when I think about 
me being fearful, I think about what he said as if he just said it to me in that moment. And that's what pushes me to keep going, just his voice. Mm. And that's kind of how I started. And then I started that, sold out <laughs> at the event. Um, and then what happened? Like I did start doing pop-up shops around Dallas. I then opened up like an accessories uh, like um, suite or whatever in South Lake. So I started building a clientele, you know, really quick. Yeah. And I was introduced how I got into the bags. Um, just doing that, being introduced to, been, I'm sorry, being introduced to this guy named um, Arthur Porter. He's down in uh, Southside on Lamar. Okay. And he teaches people with autism how to create products using raw material. Mm. So when I was introduced to him, he is, like, phenomenal. People think I'm dope. though. Yeah. he's <laughs> dope. Like, he's super dope. What's his name? Arthur Porter. Arthur Porter. Okay. He's, he's an older guy. Yeah. Older, like, you wouldn't even think, like, he would be producing stuff like this. That's how, like, I mean, he's older. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, I went down there. I was, like, so infatuated with what he what he does and I was like wow this is really bomb so then he said um you know he started telling me his story and the things that he do and I said wow I said you should make me a bag and he said no you can do it yourself and I said no I can't do that myself yeah. <laughs> no he said I'll teach you and I said really and I told you I ain't had no job so that whole summer I didn't have anywhere to actually go I didn't have like a clock to uh, punch. Yeah. So I was like, okay. I ended up going back the following Monday and he taught me everything he knows. And I was so infatuated with it that I would go every single day. Every single day. Like, now let me pause real quick because you, you're saying something right here. Sometimes, you know, whenever you are feeling uh you know, in love with something. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because you said that you were infatuated with yeah. it. Sometimes we can get infatuated in the moment in something. And you can love it, but you don't pursue it. You're not in pursuit of it. But you said you were in pursuit of it and you went every single every day. day to get every more day. knowledge. Every day. You have to make the sacrifice. If you feeling like you loving something and it, and it feels good to you you got to chase that passion absolutely you know what i'm saying i know fat you could probably definitely yeah. identify with that i know whenever i started in radio I, my first month of radio i worked for free yeah you know what i'm saying yeah. I, I worked for free and you have to have you know something that kind of drives you and pushes you through mm -hmm. that passion because sometimes for some of us we don't have any money you know mm -hmm. what i'm saying it may my not have a car off. my license off when i had shows yeah, I had mm -hmm. to go next door and take showers. Yeah, you yeah. Know, shit like that. But yeah. you still gotta, you still gotta do your job. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. So, mm -hmm. We'll figure out the lights when we get done. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And, yeah. and you said that you didn't have. Were there any other obstacles in that moment as you were going up there every day? Was there any other obstacles that you felt was? No, I mean, I, I, my day to day was get up every day because I was still a mom regardless of me not have no job yeah. I was still a mother so I still would have to take her to school every day and when I would get up I would go to his workshop like a job every, like a job every I was there at nine o'clock every day yeah every day and sometimes I would be him there like oh Mr. Porter oh I got you some coffee you mm -hmm. know every single day and I would stay until it was time to go pick her up like all day I mean it was days I would be there and I would not even stop to eat because I was so in love and it was what I realize now is that it was really therapy for me. 
it was therapeutic mm-hmm. and that therapy really turned into passion the passion ended up turning into peace and it ended up turning into purpose and then it ended up turning into profits now here it is from 2011 to 2000 and what's what year we in? 2018. <laughs> I can't keep up. 2018. Yeah. Like I literally produce. Like I have a team now. I have a team. I have my own space. Like I have a studio. I have a team. We have industrial machines. I have hides and hides and hides and leather. I have customers. Like real people. Yeah. I have real customers that shop with me like all over the world. Does it still shock you? Or do you mm. still wake up some days and be like, yeah. what is going on? Like, I, how did this happen? I wake up, you know, it's sometimes you don't really get to, like only really think about like where I started when people ask. It reminds me and it keeps me so humble because I don't mind sharing. And I mean, I just work, I just work every day. Yeah. I just work every single day. I'm just like, I get up, I figure out what I'm gonna do today and I get it done, you know, and my my business has attracted a lot of people all over the world, you know, and we're still growing. Yeah. And it's attracted not just my customers, like my babies that shop with me all the time. I have customers that's that's on their tenth, twelfth, fifteenth bag. Like they got every Jackie M bag I ever produced. And to me, that says a lot because I get so excited every time I see their names pop up on my, you know, dashboard or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yo, now I feel like I know them. I've never seen them before, but I know them through their bags. I know them through what they order all the time. Yeah. And I then become friends with these people on Instagram, on social mm-hmm. media. It was crazy because I was actually in Chicago back in August. And uh, we went to brunch, and um, as we were out there getting ready to go in, I saw a girl coming out of the restaurant, and she had on a Jackie and Betty bag. And I said, I tapped her on the shoulder. I said, is that a Jackie and Betty bag? She said, first she looked at me like, who is this? Mm-hmm. And she was like, yeah. I said, it is so cute. <laughs> she said, thank you. And I still don't think she realized it was yeah, me. I, mean, yeah, I yeah. said, well, I'm Jackie M. She was like, oh, my God. She was like, yes, I got this like uh, last week. I'm so excited. I love it. I don't know this girl. Wow. She ain't no family member. She ain't no friend that I yeah. know. I just seen her on the street going into a wow. restaurant in Chicago. A couple of my girlfriends was in New York, and they sent me a video, and they was like, girl, you everywhere. They ran into some girl in New York. In New York? Yeah. In New York. Like, really? All mm-hmm. these people in New York? Mm-hmm. So, to me, it's just like, wow. I'm just thankful. And, you know, my business has allowed me to reinvest and partner and collaborate with some really dope business women. Yeah. You know, my business partners are Bidonna's. We do events together. Okay. We co-author Girl Buy together. We also um, have Bella Body together. And our other business partners with Bella Body is in Orlando. Met them on Instagram. Wow. You know what I'm saying? House of Tinks, Carrie L. Like, that social media is so powerful. And there's so many dope women that's actually coming together and just crossing paths and meeting each other, collaborating and pulling our financial resources together and really supporting each other and really doing some dope stuff. You said something, Keith. Pulling them financial resources together. Yeah. Why, yeah. Why do you think it's a rise right now of uh, minority women like doing like the entrepreneur business? Like you know they taking off doing their own businesses. It seems like it just really seems like like black women or people of color, the women just seem like they got it going right now. Why is that? 
you know, that's a really good question. I've never had anybody to ask me that. Yeah. And I just think that women are tired. You know, we do know that the black woman is like the most unappreciated woman in the world. So it's just really dope to see so many powerful, you know, women taking advantage of what's free to us. Social media is free to us. It's a lot of talented black women out here. And the idea of them just getting out there, pushing through and getting businesses started. Like you are like social media has created so many black female millionaires. Right. Okay. Right. Like these businesses, y'all, has generated millions of dollars. And I'm just thankful to be a part of that and be in that that circle um, and being able to influence and encourage other women that look up to me, you know, and not just other women. My daughter, I try to take her everywhere I can because she's 17. Mm -hmm. She needs to see me doing these things because I want her, and she don't have to do what I'm doing. She ain't got to make a bag. I don't care. My, My goal is for you to understand what your value is, and I want you to be able to always go out there and pursue whatever it is you want to do. Right. Whatever it is you want to do. Right. And that's all I can be thankful for. If I can show her and she actually say, you know what, I'm not going to be afraid to start my own business. Or I'm not going to be afraid to go after that job. Or I'm not going to be afraid to go and do anything. Just do it and be fearless when you do it. Like, I think that's just all I want to, you know, inspire people to do. Just do it. Yeah. Like Nike. Nike said that. Yeah. Like Colin yeah. Kaepernick. Yeah. Shout, out, shout, out, shout, out, shout out to Nike. Nike. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Like, sh- shout out to Nike and shout yeah. out to Colin Kaepernick. You know, and, and that's that's the 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 theme, the thread that 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 kind of binds what Colin has done and, and what, you know, you've done, Jackie, is you go out there on your own merit. You know what I'm saying? You believe in something and you decide that you're going to take a stance, whether you get tired of your nine to five, whether or not, um, you know, there was a dream that you had when you were younger that you want to get back to, Mm -hmm. or, you know, maybe it's just a situation where, heck, you with Colin and like Colin, and you're just tired of seeing other people suffer. So you want to spend your time helping. Absolutely. Instead of you know, working and, 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 and sometimes that that's a real um, uh, selfless act to just say, you know what, I'm going to put my career and dreams on home. Because where would we be right now if Colin had said, you know what, when they first got on him about kneeling, what if he would have said, okay, uh, this is starting to affect my bottom line. I'm going to stop kneeling. I'm going to do what they want me to do right. because I my, my passion is to play football. And that's what he, you know, that's what he wanted to do with his life. What if he would not have continued to kneel? What if he would not have um, decided that that he was going to take this thing all the way? You know, now we know that Nike, you know, was paying, uh, you know, for for him was was giving him money part of the time whenever he was doing the protesting. But what if he had given up? What if he had said, you know what, this is too much? He was getting death threats. I couldn't imagine getting death threats and still, you know, pursuing that 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 need and desire to stand up for those um, that have been uh, affected by police brutality. So, you know, that just goes to say that whenever you have something in your mind and you're, you're you know, you fixated on it and it's in your heart, you got to just do it. You have to. Right you have to. I mean... Had he not done any of those things, I wouldn't know about all of the different racism that goes on 
in the NFL because that's kind of what came out. You saw that. Mm-hmm. You know, you wouldn't know about a lot of these things that's behind the scenes had he not done that. And to be quite honest, I didn't even know who Colin Kaepernick was. I'm sorry, I'm not a football yeah. girl, so yeah. don't be mad. <laughs> but I didn't. I'm sure a lot of people didn't know who Colin Kaepernick was. Right. But, you know, I think that he took a stance for African Americans and not just even African Americans, all people. Right. All people, because it's bigger than just African Americans. Yeah, we have the most, you know, um, issues when it comes to racism, but there's a lot of people that's being discriminated against. Oh, yeah. You know, social classes are being discriminated against, mm-hmm. you know, and that's unfair too, you know? Right. So shout out to Colin Kaepernick and Nike encouraging us all to just do it. And I hope that people really take his message and say, you know what, today is the day I'm just going to do it. Yeah, I think it's a major thing to actually see a corporation put put their name on the line because, I mean, it takes courage for them, too. I mean, I mean, there's a lot of people that are mad that are, you know, uh, burning uh, Nike apparel and and Mm -hmm. cutting up Nike apparel Mm -hmm. and. You know, they're like, you know what? Hey, I, I, I saw a, a, a memo. I don't know if this is true or not, but they said, uh, you know, there was a, a memo that went from uh, somebody high up in the NFL to Nike. Because, you know, I think I, need, I think Nike supplies some of the apparel for the NFL, if I'm mm-hmm. not mistaken. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, you know, they were angry, and they sent an a angry email to, to Nike this morning. Wow. And Nike was like, okay, so what color do y'all want these uh cleats or what color y'all want this <laughs> uniform yeah this uniform because yeah. they wasn't studying about that they was like okay what they was like business as usual yeah you know it don't stop so right. you know I just, I just think that's a that's a great thing oh. did you ever you know meet any adversity with your handbags getting it out at first was there any resistance to what you were doing or or anything like that that could have derailed you well, you know, I mean, I think this it's adversities in everything. You know, um, you'll get people that may not want to support you. You'll get people, you know, um, that you send stuff to, celebrities that you send stuff to that they may have even asked for. Mm-hmm. Because I'm going to be real honest, any celebrity that you've ever seen me post, I've never reached out to none of them. Oh, wow. None of them. Wow. I've either gotten a personal phone call or a personal DM or a friend of mine is like, you should give this to this person through me yeah. kind of thing. But I personally, um, that's something that I've never done was try to like solicit celebrities. I feel like my product is genuine, is dope. And I have a lot of regular customers that's not celebrities that buy my product and love it. I'm talking about girls that wear super expensive things that make more money than celebrities. They just don't have the fame. Right. Buy my stuff and love it. So for me, I feel like, you know, some, sometimes people won't support won't support you, even though that they'll have it. And, it, and it's okay. I think you, you know, um, experience adversity in, in anything. But the thing that I always ask myself, is it going to stop me or discourage me? And had I stopped because those things happen? Now, it's people around me that get pissed off because they be like, oh, she ain't never wore that. She ain't even tag you. She ain't even tell nobody where she got it from. But she got it in her hand, mm. you know. It's cool. It's cool. It don't stop me from giving. Right. It don't stop me from giving right. to the next celebrity or the next customer. I give free stuff away all the time. I donate product to organizations all the time. But it don't stop me from giving because it still comes back. And had I stopped and got discouraged because one person didn't support me, mm-hmm. where would I be today? Right. Facts. Right. You know? Who, uh, who helped you design your bags or what's your inspiration? 
I actually, when I design my bags, it's funny because Mr. Porter always told me, and I used to, when I first started, I used to want to create and design. <clears throat> and he used to tell me, don't come in here designing. Come in here and learn the craftsmanship. And he told me that the design is always going to come. That's something that's going to always, gonna, that's always going to change. The craftsmanship never changes. So when I understood that, I still, it still sticks with me. I don't sketch. I don't premeditate. None of that. It's one of those things where I get inspired by the material. So if I go to, that's why I always go to my leather vendor, and I got them trained now to where they source and get a lot of stuff that they know I'm looking for, but I still have to go in and see it and touch it and feel it because that's where I draw my inspiration from. Right. The raw highs, the raw material still yeah. getting out there and actually sourcing leather. That's right. where the inspiration comes. And the design part, <laughs> believe it or not, every single bag I've ever actually made mm -hmm. happened within, oh, man, I got to go to the studio because I need something to wear with this outfit. Mm. Mm. And it would just be dope. And then I would just make it, and then I would just post it, and people say I want it, and it's now a product, and everybody want to just get it and keep getting it. And that's, that's kind of how it happened. The energy moved her. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, positive energy moves you to make it. So. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's really dope to see you, um, you know, as a woman, as a minority woman in the fashion um, industry, mm -hmm. kind of in that realm. Uh, a lot of times black people are left out of the conversation. I know Russell Simmons at one time said he had trouble getting Fat Farm in, in stores mm -hmm. um, and, and getting, you know, uh, Fat Farm moved into a, a couture type of lane. Uh, Kanye's expressed the same frustrations uh, in that high-end, you know, world with you having, you know, celebrities and whatnot that are, are wearing a product because they love it. You know, why do you feel like black people are still not at those tables, you know, when it when it comes to especially high fashion? Yeah, you know, that's, that's sad and that is still a struggle, you know. Um, that's something that that's the long-term goal like I would love to see Jackie M up there with the Gucci's and Louis V's and Chanel's and all of that um I don't know how that's gonna happen I'm just gonna be prayerful <laughs> <laughs> I don't know I don't know why even you know you name people that actually have the money to do it they have the influence to do it and they still have struggles you know so I'm just thankful for you know, social media for my my actual products to still be able to reach the masses, black, white, whatever you are, and people can still support the brand and understand they're getting a quality product, you know. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I used to want to say, oh, I want to be in Nordstrom. Like, I love Nordstrom, and that's kind of like my dream store that I want to see Jackie M in. But then I also realized, why? Why? They mm -hmm. take your money when you go in there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's it's brand alignment, you know what I'm saying, which is dope. But at the same time, at the end of the day, is it really authentic? Is it my authentic self? Right, and you're you know? you're making you're making numbers off of social media. You know, speaking yeah. of your social media game, like you have over six sixty eight thousand followers. Mm -hmm. You know, and, and probably you know more that that are are with you on Facebook mm -hmm. and and even you know just online. You know, maybe yeah. on your own. Yeah. on platforms yeah. um how did you even get that many people and and how long did it take well sixty-eight thousand is not that many to me i i want more and it's still growing but it's still super dope because i'm so thankful for um the people that follow me because that's a lot of people mm -hmm. um and the crazy thing is it's consistency 
being consistent. I mean, sometimes I might pull back a, you know, a few days or whatever, but for the most part, it's consistency, it's content, it's, you know, um, you know, people reposting, people sharing what you do, you know, I mean, I'm just so thankful that I have, you know, tapped into a really dope circle of women right. that's out there to say, you know what, this is who I rock with, so I'm going to post her, I'm going to share her, you know, and it's it, social media really is monkey see, monkey do. If she like it and she put a stamp of approval on it, then, oh, I'm going to follow it and rock with it too. Right. You know, it's just really, I'm, I'm thankful because people can come to my page and see me in my personal life and then see me also in my business life. You know, my my page, I only have one social media page, and I use it for business and personal. Do you, do you because a lot of people, I've heard people say, you know, have a strictly business page and then have your personal page and don't mix the two. It seems to have been working for you. Do you have any? I mean, um, it works for me. It, it really works for me. Um, a lot of people say that, but at the same time, I, I always try to, when I do post my personal self, I post a bag with myself, right? you know? So I think that's kind of how I get away with it. I am, for the most part, my own motto, you know? Yeah, because fat, I don't know. Have, do you follow Jackie? I do not. Yeah, well, <laughs> you know, don't stalk her, okay? Uh, don't, 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 don't do it because Jackie be posting some fly pictures, baby. Uh, I know you are, I'm just saying. Uh, I know how you like to get in the DMs, too. So, oh, no. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> but but yeah, I mean beautiful beautiful pictures um that that you post and and yeah, I mean I love it because you are you are your own model, you're your own salesperson. You know what I'm saying? You, mm -hmm. you I mean you're doing it all, you're creating yeah. it all. And that's what I love about you so much Thank is because you. I I mean same thing with this podcast, you know what I'm saying? Whenever I uh, wasn't working this was kind of therapeutic for me and yeah. this is yeah. why it started yeah. because I just was so used to going to work every day and having something to do and having my days filled with with work mm -hmm. and when you finally you know you don't have it there you need to fill that space so you don't go crazy for one um, or get depressed or anything like that yeah. but um, I, I admire women like you because you seem to be able to do it all you know, sometimes I'm, I'm, I'll be calling fat like, I don't know what we're going to do. Like, I don't know how this is going to go because I just can't do it all. So yeah. how do you, like, center yourself and, 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 and really, like, focus on doing it all? You know, it's interesting. Um, and, you know, it's interesting because, believe it or not, your support system has a lot to do with you staying grounded and staying humble. You know, it's funny because I was listening to um, Kanye. He did an interview with WGCI out in Chicago. Right. Did you guys see that? Yeah. yeah. We checked it out. He, Shout out to Kendra G out there yes, at, uh, in yes, Chicago. Yes. So um, he said something that was really interesting. He said, you know, you have, you have Kim, whose family is with her all the time. And that spoke a lot to me because it's true. My mom is with me pretty much everywhere I go. If I'm doing an event, she there, she mm -hmm. there, my sister is there, mm -hmm. you know, so they're always there. And um, it's like my house has become the, the go-to, like, entertainment turn-up house, which is really dope because that is kind of what keep me grounded. 
And they tell me I get on their nerves and I'm extra and I'm over the top mm-hmm. and all that <laughs> stuff. But I mean, I don't think that I am, but whatever. Your mama been known that. <laughs> uh, I wish I could see mama's face. <laughs> so, you know, they're, they're pretty much with me everywhere I go. Every event I do, they're there. If it's travel, they come in. You know, so that's kind of really what I think keeps me the most grounded. And then the other thing is I'm just a really just kind of, in my mind, a sensible, humble person. I'm, yes. It's just, you know, I don't really be thinking like, oh, I can't do this, I can't do that. It's just get it done, keep it moving. Yeah. Get it done, keep it moving. Because a lot of times, though, like, I, like I'm like i guilty of this all the time, when the when the uh, the, the to-do list gets too long, yeah. I, I just, like, I freeze up sometimes and just, like, take my hands off of it, and I can't even touch it or look at it because it's it's almost intimidating. I know I can do it, but it's like, I don't know. It's like, okay, there, there's a to-do list. All this needs to be done, but I'll be like, oh, I don't feel like even touching this because I yeah. know. Because I, I am very meticulous yeah. with things. And so what somebody's to-do list might take them 30 minutes to do is going to take me two hours to do yeah. because I'm very meticulous and I want to do it right. Absolutely. And so, but that's the thing. Like, you got to, like we said, just do it. Just you dive do. in and you get do. it done. And yeah, it's funny to. because um, one of my really – really um, close friends, uh, her name is Keisha. Keisha's out in Atlanta. And Keisha came to Dallas about a week ago and she stayed with me for a whole week. And Keisha is a very um, detail-oriented kind of person. And believe it or not, I'm so not. And I guess, and she told me, she said, you know why? Because you're a creative. Mm -hmm. And creatives are not typically detailed-oriented people. They just create and they get it done. Like my to do, my to do list is super long and it's super scattered. It's everything stuff that should be on the top is on the bottom. Uh-huh. Stuff and that should be on the bottom is at the top. Stuff that that's supposed to be at the top is at the top too. But it's like all over the place. And for me, it's like look, I do what I can. I do what I can. Get it done. If I don't get it done today, I'm going back to it tomorrow. So I try not to uh, stress. And sweat the small stuff. Right. Because at the end of the day, like, I create my own deadlines. I create my own schedule, Mm -hmm. you know. Um, And I just try not to just stress out about it. The only thing that really stressed me out is, like, customer orders. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. They get so out out of control. And the ones that's emailing, like, oh, can I expedite? Can I expedite? And I still find a way to get people's stuff out on time and then still expedite those ladies. It's like, I need it for an event or whatever. Yeah. So it's it's hard. It's hard balancing it all. I mean, it's, it's no, like, solution to it. Yeah. I think that um, you can't hold on to the fact that, oh, I got a to-do list with 50 things on it. You can't get 50 things done in, in a day. Yeah. Right. Figure out and they're top- still going to be there tomorrow. Exactly. Figure <laughs> out your, your top 10% of that 50. So 10% of 50 is five. Do the five things. Mm-hmm. Then do the rest tomorrow. Then then start narrowing it down. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you will make yourself crazy. And it's okay to have a moment. It's okay. Like, I had a moment all Labor Day weekend. I got calls like, yo, what you doing? What you you coming out? You doing this? You do- no, I'm straight. Yeah. I ain't doing nothing. I'm not cooking nothing. Yeah. I don't think me and my daughter ate yesterday until about nine o'clock last night. Oh Lord. She left about five. But well, she's times. seventeen. She grown. So don't think she got a baby over here. She's starving. But and she got a car. 
Oh, well, yeah, she can go get that Whataburger. Hello. Yeah, 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 she know how to so, get that Whataburger. Know. Well, you know, with all of that, you yeah. also are into real estate, and you yes. co-wrote a book called Girl By Now. Why was writing that book so important for you? You know what? Um, I started real estate, actually, in 2001. I went to real estate school when I was in Chicago, and I couldn't do real estate because I was with the bank. I ended up getting graduating from undergrad and I couldn't hold an active real estate license and be in senior level management. Is that a conflict? conflict? It's a conflict of interest. Yeah. Oh, yes. wow. Okay. So I couldn't do both. So, of course, I chose what was safe because my daughter was born in 2001. Mm. So real estate is something I've always wanted to get back to. And in um, 2000 and whatever three years ago was, I went to get my license, went to get my real estate license. And just real estate to me has always been something I think that all women should do, especially African-American women. Mm. And let me tell you why. Preach. When you go, yeah, when I go to those conferences, it ain't a lot of us at all. So who's really helping our community? That's crazy because I know three of y'all right now. Three? Actually, I know four. I know four. Four, four minority women right now that are doing real estate. real estate. Four. Yeah. And think about how many other people Yeah. that's out there. Yeah. yeah. So four is good. Four is a great number. I mean, yeah, it was. I, I'm, I'm impressed yeah. that I know that many people yeah. doing it. It's yeah. a lot more black realtors that's coming into the game, which is so dope. I think it's really good um, because we need to know about real estate. That's the fastest way to generate wealth is real estate. Okay. So if you educated about <clears throat> real estate, then it's easier for you to say, oh, I'm buying real estate. Okay, so well, let's, I was just going to ask that, like, what should I be aware of if I want to purchase a home? You know, because, like, I got to, I'm, I'm, I'm about to start a family here in a minute. You know, I'm yeah. going to need a house, so, you know, tired of renting apartments That's and stuff right. like that. That's so right. That's right. And, and you, should, you need to, one, make sure that you keep your credit straight. Now, let me, let me, let me ask you that because I don't have credit. Okay. Like, so I tiptoe. Since I've been growing, I tiptoe just paying everything cash. Mm-hmm. So how so, do I establish credit? You know how to do that? Absolutely. Okay. We're going to talk. Absolutely. Do you talk. do that? Do you help people get mm-hmm. their credit right? Yeah. Because right now I have a home. Yes. But I cannot refinance. However, like I'm about to put my business out there. I have a home. Okay. I got caught up in the 2007, mm-hmm. 2008 real estate market where they were given, they were practically giving away homes yeah. is, ba- is basically yeah. what they yeah. were doing. And me being young and didn't know they was like, hey, we approve you for X amount. And I was like, bet. Yeah, I'm about to go get me a house. I'm tired of renting and staying in apartments. Not knowing that there was a high interest rate, I ended up getting two mortgages, mm. right, on the same house. Because that's what they was doing back in 2007. They was giving away houses left and right. Yeah, However they could give them away, they was giving them away. And so now I'm stuck because I can't refinance in order to get one mortgage because, you know, one one uh, mortgage is higher than the other as far as yeah. the interest mm-hmm. is concerned. But my credit got to be right. I can't even go refinance because my credit's not right. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, do you help with people that are in a situation right, like that where yeah. they can't refinance mm-hmm. until they get their... Yep, absolutely. Okay. I have, have yes, absolutely. I have some really dope lenders that I work with, and I mean, it's it's amazing 
at the situations and the circumstances that they come across and they're actually able to get the deal done. Yeah. So um, I'm not a lender, but I have some really amazing lenders that will really help you and guide you and tell you what you need to do. And for sure. it's important because a lot of people feel like they can't afford a home. They do. You really, if you're paying rent right now in an apartment, you can afford a home. Absolutely. And the thing is, if you, right now, the, the market is so crazy. If you want a nice apartment, you're going to pay $1,500 plus. And that just depends on where you live, you know. And you can get, like, my mortgage is... $1,900. And I have my house is like 2,000 square feet. Mm-hmm. It's a perfect size home. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? $1,900 is cheaper than what my fiance and I at the time were actually paying in rent. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So you, you really have to make the decision on what's smart. And the truth is, rents are going to continue to rise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That mortgage is going to stay the same. And your bills in equity. So, you know, as if the properties keep increasing like they are, you can cash it out. You can get money out of it. You can sell it, you know, or you can rent it out. It's a lot you can do and still make that property work for you. And see, that's right. what I'm talking about because I have my home right now. I'm like, okay, I'm sitting here on it. I Somehow I could be making money off of this. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? It's probably the biggest asset I have. So Absolutely. I could I could figure out how to make this start mm-hmm. working for mm-hmm. me. So see, it's the thing. The reason why I asked that is because in school, they teach you all the BS that you ain't going to need when you get out of school. But they don't teach taxes. you how to live. They yeah, they don't teach you nothing about Mm-mm. everyday life that you really need. Well, about paying taxes, getting good credit, none of that. Yeah. You sound like this one over here. She was in the car right before we came up here talking about, oh, I hate school. I don't understand. Why do they even teach us stuff that don't matter? They need to teach me something that I'm going to use. Like, she was mm. going off about that. And it's true. It's yeah. true. And I told her, I said, well, that's just the way of the world. Yeah. Like I had to go through it. Like algebra. Yeah, or biology, <laughs> or you know, stuff I ain't like had that. Never used no algebra ever in my life. <laughs> I traveled the world. I ain't never had to use no algebra. Never had to know what the square root yeah. of eighty-one was. Right. Yeah. Wow. Hey, well, check out Jackie's uh, book. She co-authored. Who yes. you who you co-authored this? So, with? girl, by my business partners Tiffany Mims and Alexis Weekly. Shout out Lex and Tiff. Um, but yes, we co-authored Girl by, and we actually have a real estate company together. Oh, uh huh. Nice. And um, it's just been really, really amazing. Women are rocking right now. <laughs> I know. Like, that's why. I, that's why I had to come because I had to. I had to come get some of this game and and, yeah. and just kind of yes. soak it all up because you know at some point you want to grow up, you yeah. want to have families, and you want to make sure that you're financially secure. Right. And we have to get um, better knowledge, like you said, Fat. They don't teach it in school, mm-hmm. so we've got to start learning this stuff yeah. and. Um, you know, one of the best ways to do it, uh, to get started, especially if you're wanting to get out of uh, renting, is to uh, check out Girl By Now. Yes, All follow right? us on Instagram, Girl By Now. Yes, make sure y'all let everybody know. Jackie M sent y'all over to that page. You know, we would love to help you, you know, get into that home, build that generational wealth, and leave something for your kids. You know, that's that's what's important. That's what it's about. Game. You know, mm-hmm. major game yeah, today. Yeah. Well, she let's said get generational it. wealth. That's what I'm talking about. That was yeah. our key word uh, yeah. whenever Jay Z's album uh, Calvin came yeah. out. Yeah, and it's real. It's so real, and it's sad that our community had to pay attention to that generational wealth just saying it period because jay said it you know what i'm saying like i mean it's crazy i can relate to that because i've been reading books forever Mm -hmm. about wealth and think and grow rich and things like that and our community don't know about these things that's 
at our disposable at at our disposal mm -hmm. yeah. you know you can go and actually research and read these things that jay is actually speaking about but because we're not educating ourselves what you don't know you don't know right, right. you know right well let's talk music a little bit because oh, yeah. you know we we got to find out um, who are your top 10 artists of all time? Top 10? Or oh, let's do top five. Do top, top five. Top, top five. Top five artists of all Beyonce, time. Beyonce, 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 Beyonce. Well, happy birthday to the queen. Yes. Too. Happy yes. birthday to Beyonce. Yes. yes it is her yes. birthday today. So I love Sade. Mm. One of my favorites. Um, Erica Badu okay. is my favorite. Janet Jackson, I think I'm her. Uh, Beyonce, I had a full-fledged B concert yeah. all day this morning, all morning. Um, who else? I mean, I love Ye. I love Kanye. Mm -hmm. Jay, let's not forget. Biggie. Um, who else do I love? Biggie. Oh, did I say Drake? No, you didn't. Drake? Yeah, you Drake. Drake. Yes. What did you think of the last album that just came out? I love it. I, told you. I love it. That little scorpion is and he's so cute. <laughs> no, I'm, not, I, I'm not nodding in that. But well, Kiki, he's cute. You know what? I, I, right saying. now, right now, I'm so sick of Drake right now in that wow. damn song. That's because they didn't wore you out, <sighs> Kiki. Do you love me? <laughs> Lord Jesus. Well, I tell everybody, I think he really is trying to to send me a message. He has a song called November 18th, which is my birthday. Are mm -hmm. you serious? It is my birthday, yeah. and then he came with this song. So Drake, have you I, met Drake before? I have not met okay. Drake yet. Okay. <laughs> I met Drake, but, yeah. but evidently he wants to meet me. So <laughs> we'll make that happen real yes, soon. Yes, he's gonna be here. Soon. <laughs> yeah. He's gonna be here real soon. So who yeah. else? Pac and Biggie. Like I think I named them all. Top ten. That is top none ten. Of the, top so 10. none of the new artists that they listening to. You really? I mean, about? I listen to them, but I don't. They not like yeah. legendary to me. Okay. They ain't did enough to be mm. legendary. Mm -hmm. So I like legends. Sade like. I love oh. her. I mean, she's one of my favorites, too. Oh, I didn't too. even say Prince. Oh, girl, yes. I, I am a Prince fan. Uh, Prince yes. and Sade. You named almost yes. all my favorites, too. My like, mama would fight you over Prince. I love Prince. Yeah. She told me she'd leave my daddy for Prince. I would, too. I, I would. Me, I'd be gone. By I'll myself be in Chicago. By oh. myself. None of my friends wanted to pay to see him. And I said, Shoot. I'm That's going. right. And the best decision you ever made, the right? Best. I had a good time. I met some white girls, but we yeah. kicked it. You know we what we need ball. to do? We need to go to Minneapolis and check yeah. out this, oh, the house. That would be so awesome. Yes. I've seen a few people on Facebook that did that. That looked pretty cool. Definitely got to go there. I've never been to Minneapolis. Minneapolis, Minneapolis. It's, I can't even say Midwest. it. It's real Midwestern. It's real Midwestern. It is. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I have yeah. to go there. I ain't never been there. Yeah, we got to check that out. And then, yeah. so, yeah, I mean, I, on, whenever you're working, you know what I'm saying, and, and you say you draw inspiration from fabrics, but is there music that kind of helps you get into the creative mode and You know and what I've been listening to in the studio every time? I don't know why. I listen to uh, Her a lot, yeah. and I listen to SZA a lot. Yeah. Between them and then going back to Erica Badu station on Pandora, yeah. like, that's who I listen to. I mean, I be listening to Beyonce too, but like when I'm in the studio for whatever reason. Oh, and Janae Aiko. Yeah. I listen to her a yes. lot. It's that it puts you in that calm mood. Yeah. Yeah, it's very calm and relaxing. Yeah, I listen to them a lot. So new artists, that's yeah. who I listen to when I'm actually working. But my go-to, I mean, I named them. They're my shout favorites. Out to, shout out to SZA. Them the ones that yeah. I'm paying whatever it costs to go to their concerts. Okay. Have you got your tickets for BB? It's going to be oh, here in September. Oh, yes. We going. And we got dope T-shirts, the whole squad. Gang, gang. They, we all in there. Oh, shit. Everybody got their Jay and Beyonce T-shirts. Shout out to Wardrobe on Heels that did these custom shirts for us. 
So I'm excited. Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. Girl, I would not tell you. Yeah, it's like that. It's something about that B and J, honey. You can't tell me nothing. I yeah. don't care. I've been going to see Beyonce yeah. and Jay. Jay since 1996. Mm-hmm. Okay, when he was on the, on the ticket with, like, a lot of artists, Outkast, the Loonies, you yeah. know, yeah. Foxy Brown, like, all of these artists on the show with him at a small venue in Chicago called the Regal Theater in 1996 with Jay-Z, wow. okay? Wow. Now, Jay is... Ain't That's no when he couldn't rap. I'm just saying. Kiki, don't start that shit. He couldn't rap. my language. Don't start that. He could not. Don't start that. Look, I just read an article the other day. You just biased, bro. 1996? I'm telling you. not Maybe not 96. Reasonable Doubt, Jay? Yeah, we're not. What are you talking about? No, no, we talking about Reasonable Doubt, Jay. She don't rock with that, Jay-Z. Let me tell you something. I just read an article the other day, and they were talking about how Jay-Z wouldn't even get signed. He couldn't even get signed. So he did the boss, major boss move and signed him. Oh, well, I ain't mad at it. Hey. I didn't oh never say God. I was mad at it, but I just want to re- I just want to refresh everybody's memory that there was a time when Jay was not dope. He always been dope, Kiki. He always they been dope. They just didn't recognize it. He I'm went just from saying. selling dope to being dope, Kiki. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Come tell on, me, Kiki. He me, came from Marcy Projects, me, man. Tell me. Yeah. <laughs> like, Kiki, he been, hey, his, part, his partner Jazzo was signed first. They went overseas and cut the album. He yeah, Hawaii's, Hawaiian Silky fame. Listen, I know what you're talking Kiki, about. Kiki, he, he always been the lick. The oh, reason, my God. The, I told you this before about um, certain people have to uh, move out the way for people to evolve. Yeah, Pac had I, to die. I told die. you Pac had to die and mm-hmm. uh, Biggie had to die for people to evolve. And Jay-Z evolved. But I don't know why you had this argument with me. they couldn't get signed either. No, they couldn't. A lot of people couldn't get signed. But I will tell you, Jay-Z even said himself that he was not what that was at first. You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? It just is what it is. He's dope now. Ain't no like the one I got. Ain't no one got. You better please arrive. But it gives me a lot. Keep you in diamonds and leather. All right. I had to bring up my MTV clip when he did that freestyle. That freestyle was still dope, Kiki. He was trash. No, Kiki, he evolved. He got better and better. Oh, no, but he, he always did. Been dope. No, he did. But I just hey, want to make sure people he put, know. He Listen, he he introduced the words of my favorite group of our time. And who was that? UGK. Oh, true. Come on now. Okay, true. Okay, Pimp, okay. True. No, I know. Shout out Pimp C yeah. and Bum B. Hey, shout out to Bum uh, B on that new album, man. That trill. I heard it yet. What? I ain't heard it. Did not I text you and tell you? You did, but I, I, we'll talk about it. Okay, all right, all right. There. We got we to gotta yeah. get up out of here. Jackie, how can they get a hold of you? Okay, so y'all can follow me at Shop Jackie M, J A C Q U E M on Instagram, Facebook, Shop Jackie M, website, Shop Jackie M, and that's J A C Q U E. All right, all right, Fat. Uh, I am Fat Pimp on our social media. Um, I'm looking at your Instagram page. I don't see like no men belts on here. You know what? <laughs> I want me to listen. My brother's from like a little town, Louisiana, man. He got a snakeskin belt growing up. I always wanted one. And I'm yeah, looking at that bag like, skin is so dope. Let me tell oh, y'all, gosh. this is like my top selling bag this last yeah. year. Yeah. When I tell you I have sold so many of these bags that I have like, my vendor can't even get the leather no more. Oh, wow. And I have like a long list of girls waiting for this bag, including... <coughs> My mom back there. How is mama waiting? Let me tell you, because I've been I've been producing this bag for a whole year and she ain't saying nothing about she wanted until 
I sold out. Yeah. Now everybody wants the bag. Well, that's everybody, good. That's dope. Like that's it's, good. it's really good. It's a it's a great problem to have. Well, yeah. it sounds like you need to uh, uh, work on a men's line now. Sounds like uh-huh, it. Uh huh. Because yeah. I can really I can really see you rocking a belt like that, fat. Yeah, come on, man. I'm, I'm, hey, man. I'm, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. A snake snake like, skin yeah, is popping right now. Sure. Snake skin, like my new collection. Um, it's gonna have a lot of snake skin. You know what I want skin. too? I'm gonna put in my request. I want cowhide. I like cowhide. Oh hide. yes, I got that too. Mm-hmm. I got country, that. Yeah, we country. No. It's just what it is. I Are love it. Are you from Dallas? I'm from Fort Worth. Fort Worth. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. And you from Dallas? Mm-hmm. Okay. Same right. thing, Kiki. It's not. Let's not have that conversation right now. <laughs> hey, but make I like sure. Cowhide too. <laughs> I, I like love cowhide. All exotic, everything. Yeah, definitely, definitely. But you know, I, from Fort Worth to Dallas, Dallas for those of Fort you Worth. that are not um, in the Metroplex, it is two totally different cities. Mm-hmm. Don't let nobody tell you otherwise. Hey man, uh, check out Takeen Man. You can get them at your local Kroger Specs. Make sure that you get Takeen Man. It's available Mm -hmm. at Kroger's and at Specs Man. Cucumber lime, passion fruit lime, grapefruit. Get all three flavors for your next celebration and enjoy the Takeen life. All right, make sure you follow us on all social media. Get in the game, G E T N T H A game. You can't win it if you're not in it, so make sure you get in the game. Get in the game. What I need everybody to do right now is grab out your smartphone and follow Get In The Game on Facebook, Instagram at G-E-T-N-T-H-A-G-A-M-E. That's right, baby, man. And if you're a Twitter head, you got 140 characters for us. Hit us up, underscore, Get In The Game, G-E-T-N-T-H-A-Game. We want to hear from you.